Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and the wonderful Sharon Carpenter. Sharon, how are you on this bank holiday joyous time? Oh, I am doing great. I am doing great. It's actually Memorial Day out here in America in general. So because of that, I'm actually located by a very cool hotel in LA, right? And I'm like all excited about it when I moved here. But now these guys, now that the weather's getting really nice, right, it's summertime, they are pumping their music till two o'clock in the morning. Oh, my. And this is a regular thing at the weekend, like Friday and Saturday nights. But it also <laughs> happened last night because it's Memorial Day and most people don't have to work the next day. So I'm like in bed, like cursing and blinding. They don't know that you're a workaholic and you work a lot and people need to know <laughs> this. You need to sign outside your dog it's not a break for everyone work people I know. it's like damn it and it's like okay the music's really loud but the worst part about it is always when the bass is really <gasps> yeah. the bass oh, it's that bass and that gets pitches, me and your books are coming off your shelves and you're like uh. yeah exactly <laughs> but that's what you get when you decide to live in a hot area right and you don't think about what that actually means <laughs> yeah. yeah and no one's really like old old are they like they're not pensioners really out there you're not in a retiring city are you Probably not. I mean, there are a few older folks. That's what I actually like about this building, to be honest, because there are a yeah. lot of youngsters and there are, mm-hmm. you know, influencer types. And then you've got older people who might be in finance or whatever. And then you've got older, older people who are probably retired. Yeah. And you see them playing ping pong a lot. Um, oh. uh, at least uh, some of the ones that, that I've run into. And yeah, they're just chillaxing, relaxing. <laughs> I can't wait till I retire. Yeah, really. I can't wait till I'm a granny and I can just literally wear my pants whenever I want and just like do whatever I want, like drink wine in the morning and just be like, I think I'll go shopping with the girls. Like, I just can't wait. That to me is ideal. (laughs) So you're just going to pee your pants wherever you are. Pee my pants because I'm a granny. Yeah, you're allowed. You can do what you want. You'd be like, ah, oh, paid. And everyone would be like, oh, but you're cute though. And I'm like, yeah, I'm cute. <laughs> well, that's what they have those depends for, right? The, the, um, you know, it's sort of like a sanitary pad, right? Yes. Like a maxi pad. A dependent for, pant. For pee. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't exactly. know that was what exactly. they could have been called. Is that what they, is that what it I don't know. I think you just invented that, Sharon. A dependent oh, pant. Well, that's I depend what on these pants. <laughs> <laughs> was called depends but I was actually I was in France one time 
And I was trying to buy them, right? Because I I thought they were just regular maxi pads. Oh, right. Uh, like always ultra, but not as slim. And uh, the woman at the council was like, no, I think you got the wrong thing. I was like, no, 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 I need this. I need, <laughs> I need these. <laughs> she was like, no, no, I think this is what you need. But but yeah, I mean, you know, certain things come with age. And uh, it's great that they're inventing things that can help us out with those issues. It's going to happen one day. We just got to get to know it now. Do you know what? Actually, I found a filter that makes you look really old. And I just thought, do you know what? I might just start using the really old filter. And then when people <laughs> meet me, they go, oh, you're not as old as I thought. And also, then it's just like, you know, you're not like upset about it when you think, oh, I don't look like that. Because we probably <laughs> will look like the old filter eventually. So I think I might start using that. And you start sort of aging backwards, right? If, you, yeah. if you're using the filter and then you stop yeah. using the filter and people are like, oh, wow, like she looks wow. so well. It's so funny. <laughs> so I, I did this Instagram live the other day, right? Yeah. And this comment came up and I happened to catch it. And somebody was like, wow, Sharon Carpenter is aging. <gasps> and then I almost had a heart attack. And then it was dot, dot, dot backwards capitalized and I'm like Phew. why would they do that what an absolute prankster why would they make you Ugh. I know I know I mean I'm sure there were probably worse comments than that yeah, give you wrinkles right there and then like, yeah why? exactly exactly <laughs> but where are you Georgie because you're looking oh, yeah, very okay. kind of exotic in this beautiful off the shoulder do kind of I look, glowing look that you've got going on do I look sort of Mamma Mia-esque Grecian-ish that's what I'm kind you, of going for here you do. You absolutely I'm, do. Yes. So we have managed to get to Greece. Um, the UK is crazy for holidays right now. Everybody's going everywhere. So we managed to get a flight, a very last minute flight. Oh. And and it was delayed and the airplane wasn't even on the runway. And it was like, you're boarding and final call. And it was kind of like funny, but not funny because you saw people one at a time leg it to the gate going oh, have we missed it and then oh they were like the flight's not even arrived and then each one person immediately just turned into like embarrassment and was like all oh, right and it, it was like there was Why no was sign so late? There, well they weren't but the signs were saying final call because it was must have been like automatically you know like set for that time oh, but because oh. the flight hadn't arrived people were still thinking it was final call. So everyone oh. was, it was so much unnecessary stress and so much drama, but to quite funny, it's his bad karma for me probably, but just seeing everyone <laughs> arrive and stressed and sweaty and then go, oh, it's fine. Let's go get food <laughs> and kind of turn around oh. and laugh. And you're a bit like, uh, you're the fifth person to do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the story of my life for the airport. I, there was, there was a trip, a work trip I was going on, right? Mm. Oh, this was the worst. I think it was in Miami. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, JFK airport, like headed to the airport. I was like, I've got plenty of time. And then I couldn't find my ticket on the ticket machine. I'm like trying to check in and all of that. They're like, no, go speak to a representative. There was a yeah. long line to speak to a rep. By the time I get up to the front, and somebody told me, I did run and I did speak to a rep. She was like, oh yeah, I think your flight might have been delayed. So I'm waiting, waiting, waiting in line. And then I double checked. I'm like, mm. let me just make sure this is the right airport. Wrong airport. <gasps> Wrong airport. I was supposed to be at LaGuardia. <gasps> oh. I, yeah, I made my flight in the nick of time. I had to jump in a cab. It took what did you go across? minutes to get over there, yeah. Oh so yeah, I made it just in the nick of time. I, was, I told the cab driver, I was like, listen, I'll give you a huge tip, a huge tip if you get me there in time. <laughs> 
but the traffic was so bad luckily the flight was delayed thank oh, goodness, goodness the flight was delayed that's the one yeah. occasion you want it to be delayed and i made my flight no thank goodness time. yeah yeah but you know like some stress can turn people into absolute ogres can't it like <laughs> there was there was some women in security and things like throwing their trays around at one point somebody nearly like give me a nosebleed I literally was like we all need to calm down and then when it you know when it gets like that stressful I just think what is life really worth right now like why why were they doing so, their trays around you know that when you get you have to put your tray down you have to put all your suit like your stuff in oh and okay yeah to give it to security and there was like obviously I was stood there and there was a man with his tray like hit him like almost hit my face hit my shoulder and I was like and this the security guards on the other side were like stop like having to tell each other to stop. And then this woman was like, I've got a flight. And we were like, just calm yourself down. Like she was just a mess. And Wait, was this, just... was, this was after the flight landed? No, this was like oh. in Manchester airport, like going oh. to flights. So obviously okay. the whole airport, the queues were outside in the car park, Sharon, yeah. to get into security. Like there was, it was mayhem. Sounds it was chaos. absolutely awful. It That's was the thing. Was I feel like everyone's traveling right now, right? Because now people feel safer um, since the pandemic has sort of died down. Uh, and airline, like flights are ridiculous at the moment. Like some of these flights are really expensive. Hotels are much more expensive than usual as well. Because I'm thinking about taking a trip to uh, New York, speaking of the Queen's Jubilee, because um, the British consulate's doing like this big event out there. So oh, I can't wait to see it on your Insta. <laughs> Well, if I make it out there, because I'm looking at flights and I'm looking at, because I don't have my place anymore in New York, mm. right? Like I've sold yeah. my place now. Because you have to find and, somewhere to stay, yeah. Yeah, now I'm like, hold on. Are you telling me I've got to stay in a hotel in my, what became my hometown, right? But a lot of my friends have moved out or they're traveling at the moment. And uh, one of my friends is like, yeah, you can stay at my place. I didn't really clean it before I left. I'm like, no, that's okay. I will <laughs> This <laughs> don't you worry about that um so but yeah it sounds like traveling is just madness and it is mad when it comes to hol holiday weekend it is and people are rude and i think people need to get a grip and just i think if you know, like if things are so stressful i just think don't go just like go do you know what i'm not gonna go there's gonna be countries are gonna be there hopefully um and like, I just think maybe go at a more relaxing time. And even so like the Jubilee apparently is going to be hotter than Spain in England. So wow. as well, yeah, you think, oh, we're going to a hot country. And then always happens, doesn't it? England's And then hotter. you could just like go down the street. To the <gasps> They've local... got street parties. There's a street party near us. We got invited. Oh, bless. It was like RSPV, RSPSV. What's the word? RS, R RSVP. <laughs> RSPTISP. Um, to Barry. And Barry's like the street organizer. So bless. We've kind of missed oh, that this cute. weekend. Yeah, yeah, that would have been cute. But then, you know. Are they doing think... anything in Greece? Probably not. Not really any celebrations over there. Well, there might be a bunch of Brits that live out there, actually. Yeah, there could They're be. They're probably I doing think... something. A little pub yeah. party. Yeah. There's a live singer on Tuesday. Can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> a live singer Johnny Depp I just saw yeah. a video of Johnny Depp uh, what's he doing singing in the UK actually yesterday <gasps> with with Jeff Beck yeah what's so Jeff doing? Beck was performing I guess he was doing show. he just got up on stage and was singing I didn't even know he could sing but 
it oh, didn't I seem just like imagined... everyone was that shocked. So yeah. maybe he is kind of like a bit of a rocker. Actors yeah. can always bloody sing, can't they? <laughs> they can. <laughs> I can't. I'm gonna, we're gonna have to hear your sweet voice one day, oh, Georgie. You would no. I I really can't. I cry. I cry if I sing. I really. <laughs> you get anyway, emotional moving on. Over the whole sensitive <laughs> yeah. experience. So like hearing my own voice, I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> we might make you sing towards the end of the show. So guys, round for that. Um, all right, so moving on. Okay, so Ellen DeGeneres. I didn't even realize that, but um, Ellen DeGeneres, we know about her downfall, right? How the TV host image unraveled as a quote-unquote toxic show. Uh, it finally ended. So the Ellen DeGeneres show came to an end last Thursday. I didn't even realize that one slipped past me. That's fast, uh, yeah. Right? After 19 years, 19 seasons, and over 3,000 episodes. That is a lot of television. That's a 3, lot. 3,000 episodes. That's a lot. Mm. Uh, over the past two decades, Ellen has interviewed the most famous people in the world, of course, and amused millions around the globe with her humorous skits. But her house of cards, it began to spectacularly tumble down back in March 2020 when accusations began to emerge that the carefree exterior of Ellen was a front for a cruel and unusually bitter villain. <laughs> that was like a story. But, uh, for years in Hollywood, there have been rumors that Ellen was not the nice person that she pretended to be on her sofa, right, on her on her nice comfy chair. Uh, but she managed to get away with her bubbly personality for years until a fellow comedian exposed the truth. So Kevin T. Porter kicked off uh, no relation to me. Unraveling. No, that I know of. Not your, not your brother. Um, he kicked off the unraveling when he tweeted on March 20th, 2020. Right now, we all need a little kindness. You know, like Ellen DeGeneres always talks about. She's also notoriously one of the meanest people alive. Respond to this with the most insane stories you've heard about Ellen being mean. Whoa. And with that, the floodgates were opened as literally thousands of responses came pouring in with tales of Ellen being mean to people. Now, one claimed they'd been told not to look at Ellen. Another alleged that they were fat shamed and bullied by her when they were just a child. Uh, it wasn't long before reports emerged that staff working on her show felt that they worked in a toxic workplace filled with microaggressions. Uh, and with one employee telling BuzzFeed News that be kind bullshit uh, only happens when the cameras are on. It's all for show. They said the accusation saw the popular talk show. Uh, lose viewers when it returned to screens as the scandal intensified and Warner Brothers Television launched an investigation due to claims uh, that the set of the show was dominated by fear. Ellen declared she was ending her show in May last year and said, when you're a creative person, you constantly need to be challenged. And as great as this show is, and as fun as it is, it's just not a challenge anymore. It sounds like it's pretty, pretty challenging, Ellen. At the end there, yeah. but what do you what do you think, Georgie? So I'm a bit like I was a bit disappointed and sad when I heard this because obviously I remember everybody coming out with it and all their stories, and I thought because uh, I do remember I remember watching Ellen as a TV show uh, back in the '90s, like every Wednesday night she was like on a TV show and she got. It was dropped. a sitcom. Yeah, it was right? a sitcom. Yeah. That's the right one, yeah. Um, and she got dropped, didn't she, because she came out as gay. And I just always remember thinking, like, I miss that TV show. Then it came out that it was bad the way it was dropped. And then that she got her own show, and I was like, 
wow, well done. And I always just thought she's just amazing the way she's turned it around and the way what she's done with it and that she's so kind. And so, you know, like you go there and you get, get like, cause I've been to the audience as well. And we've watched it. We got like loads of vouchers for something. Obviously, we didn't go pick it up because yeah. it was in America. And I but you went to in. the show. You went to the talk show. Yeah, there in the audience. Yeah, yeah. And also, I danced on stage um, with the warm up, and they promised me a t shirt, and I didn't ever get one. So, <gasps> never gonna get that. Cruel so. and unusual. That's mean. Um, <laughs> but I just, I think as well, like, so this is this is probably bad for me to say, and probably not right. Sometimes, like in the industry, I think. Certain people, like start like really, really, really big stars. I don't know have this way about them of, um, sort of treating people badly, don't they? Uh, it's not, it's not excusable. Like you cannot, you don't have to do that because a lot of people in our job in Hollyoaks have been runners, started at the bottom, and now they're directors, or they've even come through and gotten really high up in the actual, like in our show. So you, like, if you treat a runner you know, it was disrespect. You never know who they're going to be in the future and what they're going to do. Maybe they, they might make you your next job. So if, for me personally, if she is that, it's really stupid because now she's not got a show. Obviously she's a billionaire. She probably doesn't need to work again. But like, if she wants to keep in, like in with the in crowd and just keep current, she's going to need young people that she's probably been a bit nasty to. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't 100% surprised when I first heard this because I've really? heard rumors, right? But here's yeah. the thing. <clears throat> I also know that there are people that like to spread rumors and sometimes there are haters out there. Because I remember when I was working for a particular network, somebody came up to me uh, who worked at the company and he said to me, oh yeah, you have a reputation as an ice queen. Ice about, queen? About I'm like, you, you mean- yeah, I mean, I'm like, I, I'm like ice queen. Well, I, and it was early on in my career as well. But you know what it was? It was that no nonsense attitude. And listen, I did deal with the law nonsense because I was still sort of getting my, you know, foot in there and um, sort of figuring out how everything works. But I was always someone who wanted to do everything to the best I possibly could. And I wanted the entire team because we did it as a team, really. I would push people to be their best, but I'm like, I laughed at him when he said I was an ice queen. I was like, ice cream, you mean like sweet and <laughs> full of flavor. And creamy and melty so, and scary. Yeah. So I understand that there might be that one person here and there who's like, oh, she's difficult. Yeah, because, I and feel, also as women, yeah. like we, we often get called difficult or we get called a bitch when we're assertive, when we know what needs to be done, when we're firm, uh, those kinds of things. But I don't think that's necessarily the case here because literally there were thousands of people who came out. Um, And you kind of, you know, looking back on some of the past shows, Ellen shows as well, there are some moments where you're like, oh, that was kind of mean, right? There's this moment from a few years ago where she was making fun of a fan who sent a painting of her and Portia, her wife. Yeah. She was literally like ripping this painting to shreds, not not literally, not physically. Um, but verbally, and then just some of the things she's done to her guests, like Taylor Swift was on there and she just kept harping on about you're dating Zac Efron. And she's like, no, I'm not. Like she was visibly very uncomfortable about the whole thing. And I don't know if you ever saw, um, the, the person who really kind of exposed her 
initially was Dakota Johnson. And it was an interview that she did with Ellen. Ellen was like, oh, you had a birthday party. You didn't invite me. Dakota's like, what are you talking about? I did invite you. And then it came out that Ellen was invited and didn't bother turning up. And so Ellen lied about not being invited. And then Dakota even said to her, Ellen, I didn't even know if you liked me. Like, why would she say something like that? So oh. that gave some people some insight into mm, maybe she's not as nice See, as we thought. Yeah, because maybe she's just got like, she is one of the most famous women ever, isn't she? Like, she's maybe she's got lost in the clouds a bit, like her head's gone up there like who is bringing her down who's going ellen stop treating people like this like does porsche's is a missus she's like a model wasn't she and maybe maybe they don't have those chats you know of like are you are you being a dick today at work like <laughs> so i know for a fact i've got people around me that would go george you're being a dick and i go oh thanks <laughs> you've had that pep talk everyone yeah, stop being a dick okay being a dick put rain it in and i think when you know you've got that far and that high up and that celebrity status maybe she just actually thinks i'll do what i want and i'll say what i want and because she's she was a comedian once she she's literally a stand-up comedian sometimes jokes are mean aren't they and maybe sometimes it's just a bit too mean and not jokey anymore joke now <laughs> Yeah, well, I think the biggest issue with her, because there are people who have shows who aren't necessarily known for being the nicest person. It's not a problem. It's not an issue. But the, the thing is, she built her whole entire brand off of this whole be kind. Like she tells everyone else, be kind. And, you know, she's non-confrontational during her interviews. In fact, some people thought her whole style of doing interviews was a little played out because she wasn't taking people to task that might be involved with controversy uh, and, and that kind of thing. So, um, but your whole brand, your whole show, your whole personality, uh, public persona has been built off of, I'm so nice. I'm going to bring regular people on the show and help make them famous. And I'm going to give you gifts. And uh, so for people, for the audience to find out that isn't really who she was, I think that's why it took a hit on the ratings because you're letting that person into your living room, right? On a daily basis. Mm. With the work. expectation that it's going to be but nice. And all, yeah. I suppose that's quite weird. That isn't it? I mean, I've literally gone onto a tangent there with my head. You know, when like you are perceived, like people are perceived in the public eye as something. So yeah. like Will Smith, funny guy, very like, you know, comedy, yeah. fun, always laughing, making everyone He's laugh. like the good guy. The good guy. And then he hits someone and you're like, whoa, now I'm confused. Yeah. So if like Ellen was always, you know, the the funny, jokey kind, then all of a sudden you hear certain things, you think, oh my God, no, that this is not sitting right. And I suppose when people are funny, but they're not meant to be funny, you're like, whoa, they're not funny. I can't make sense. I suppose it, it like that kind of happens, doesn't it? When Yeah, when, when you find out, well, it's sort of like, you know how people say, don't meet your, your biggest sort of star. Whoever you are, whoever's your biggest idol, it might be a good idea not to meet them because you might be really disappointed and your, the whole, your whole view of them might completely change. It's a similar kind of thing. But here's the thing. I think we also have to give her credit because she has done a fantastic job of the show just in general, right? If you, okay, if you worked for her, 
uh maybe you don't feel the same way but in terms of viewers obviously they had huge viewership she had a ton of fans she had all the biggest stars in the world come by that show yeah 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 i mean maybe it was built on a fallacy maybe it was built on a fantasy you know but uh it was still built and she did do a lot for the lgbtq community as well now i'm not saying i'm dying to meet her (laughs) at this point but but there are like i said there are other shows where there are hosts who aren't necessarily known for being nice but people are cool with it because it's like well this person tells it like it is and i like this person because they're super real um but then maybe if you found out that person who maybe comes across like they've got a mean streak but they're really super sweet and ultra nice maybe yeah. you're not going to be there <laughs> then that's like they're not oh, wait, anything what like you? their persona yeah. on tv see sharon is exactly like me everyone thinks i'm a page three pinup model but really i fart and burp <laughs> trump smell really bad so they're really disappointed when they meet me <laughs> wait what was the last thing you just said what smells really bad <laughs> my trump smell really bad Trump. Right, really. oh i'm like oh. what is that like trunks, <laughs> like swimming trunks. No, no, I- my trunks would probably smell bad too. <laughs> Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right, everyone, we are back from the break. I've just had some watermelon. Always fruit salad's better abroad, isn't it? For some reason, it's just juicier. It's always tastier, isn't it? Salads, everything is juicier. Um, Listener letter from Annie. Hi, ladies. 
I had a first date with this guy recently and when we were organizing to meet up, it came out that he couldn't drive. He's 34, so I would have expected him to have learned by his age. I live in a village close to Leeds and it does have a train station, but I think it's a lot easier to get around if you have a car. He lives on the other side of Leeds, so it's been fine meeting in the middle, but what if I want to go to a nearby town for our next date? I'm trying not to be fussy, but I do think it's going to require a bit of extra planning and I'll be gutted if it means I have to become the designated driver i do love a wine do i give him a nudge about taking some driving lessons thanks both <laughs> hmm yeah i mean in the uk it's kind of yeah uh, not often that you meet a guy or anyone in general who's 34 who doesn't I feel drive. Like we've, we've probably got different thoughts on this haven't we because you are not driving over there well yeah well yeah so in new york it's kind of normal right most of the people drive. i knew didn't have cars in new york because it's just easy. First of all, the parking is terrible. There's nowhere to park. I mean, when my ex-boyfriend would be in my place, <clears throat> we were always driving around and around and around trying to find somewhere for him to park. Um, so that's kind of normal. You don't really need a car in New York. Um, in LA, most people have cars. So where I am right now, I have a parking place, but I don't have a car. Um, but that's why I decided to be very central as well, because I can just Uber places. Um, however, I am excited about, you know, taking lessons again at some point. I used to, I drove for a year before I left the UK. So I did learn how to drive, but now I've forgotten. I only have driven twice since <sighs> I left England. Um, but yeah, I, I'm wondering, uh, Annie, if this guy maybe had a license and it was suspended. Did he do something? Did he get caught? You know, was it a DUI? I don't, I don't know if it's just, he just has never mm. driven before. And doesn't have a car. I wonder yeah. if there's something deeper I, there. I would be a bit icky if a guy doesn't drive in England. Like, yeah. I, I'd be a bit like, what? What? I think as soon as I turned the legal age, I think it was like 17 mm. or something, 17, I was like, yeah. I must drive. One, I wanted to listen to my own music because my mum would, would like have rubbish music or something. Yeah. And I just thought, <laughs> I just want freedom and to cruise and just yeah. pick up my... And driving to me is like the ultimate, just, even when I lived in LA, It's Sharon, freedom, isn't it? it it's, is a freedom. Fr it's so much freedom. It's, I would literally have nothing to do in LA and I'd go and drive and look for houses where people would live. And I found Beyonce's house and the security came chasing after me. And I understand because I look like a fan <laughs> and I should have been outside her house. That's cool. And I How literally- find her house <laughs> I would just drive around like I'd just drive around because it was just great to I'd go to like you know Malibu Beach I'd just drive because I didn't really have much to do in the days and you like there's so many beautiful places but also so many famous beautiful houses like you go on the star maps bus and that's great but I just decided <laughs> to do it myself on my own like I'm gonna go and just have a wander around and see these big houses Gave yourself your own celebrity tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when people would come and visit, I'd be like, should we go on like a little a little road trip? And they'd be like, yeah. So that was my guilty pleasure in LA, being able to drive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was just in Malibu the other day as well. My friend actually drove out there. But I 
I, you're right. I mean, I'm going to feel definitely agree to sense of freedom because there are times out here where I'm trying to get an Uber. It's like, yeah, your Uber's 20 minutes away. It's like, what? I'm supposed to be there in five minutes. I'm running late already. Annie on this date waiting for her Uber and his Uber and them both Ubering. Like they need to, I do think he needs to get lessons. I just do. I think to thrive in life, you need to drive. That is my personal opinion. (laughs) To thrive, you need to drive. Exactly. Yeah, I um, I feel like just because I've managed for so long without a car, I do. I mean, listen, on the one hand, I get that just when we're thinking about, okay, well, who do we want to date? You've kind of got your basics, right? You've got your standards, like it's got to have a job. Well, this is these are just the basics for everyone. He's got to have a job. He's got to have a home. He's got to have a car, right? right. Those yeah. are the three basics from an early age. The one of those is missing. Yeah, you know, you might you might have to think twice about it. But I think I've learned how to work around not having a car, and yeah, maybe as well. I mean, this guy might just be like, "Listen, I'm down with Uber. It's like easier for me to take cabs and to Uber, and I don't have to worry about parking. Yeah. I get there, I just get out of the car and do whatever." Now, if he's talking about, hey, let's um, go out on a date and take the train, then that for me, that would be a big no-no. But listen, I've had a bad <laughs> that. I, I went to uh, go see a, a boyfriend when I was in the UK and I actually took the train to his area of town and he picked me up on his bicycle. On his bicycle. And I still have the scar actually at the side the of my scar. eyebrow. Yeah. What the scar? <laughs> What happened? Because he tells me, he's like, he's like, yeah, Sharon, you sit on the crossbar, okay? We'll just ride along on the front. He's like, just sit across, you know, just like um, sit on the crossbar and we'll get you to to my place. And we're riding along this river. I don't even know where we were, but we were not far from where I live. But we're riding along this river and then my leg gets caught in the wheel. (laughs) So then the bike flips over. So... I he goes flying over the top of me. Uh, I go flying. Like I had the hugest bruise on my face, like on my uh, cheek. It was massive. It looked like I had a very high cheekbone. And then I had like this big cut where my eyebrow is. So yeah, I totally regretted like just you know jumping on this guy's bike. That wasn't very romantic. It wasn't a romantic gesture. So as long as he's not picking you up on his bicycle, I think that's treacherous. (laughs) It, oh, so treacherous. But but if he's as long as he's also not expecting you to do all the driving, picking him up and See, dropping him off yeah. and going to the restaurant. That's like your mother in him. That's like you're like the the like carer and it's like, yeah. Oh, can you just drop me off here? Like I just be I'd feel so like I just want to be able to do my own thing at times and be able to go, right, let's meet there and let's leave separately, like safely. <laughs> Like rather boyfriend, than you go that way. I'm going this way. Yeah, like because if she wants a little wine or something, then he's gonna have to like make sure she gets home. Surely, I think I personally would be like, right, are you safe in your Uber? Or I'll walk you to the train station. Or are you gonna get home safe? Like, I, there's all these levels of things where I'd be like, oh, no, you can't just drop me off. Like, I'd like you to just chivalrously drop me off. That'd be nice. Yeah, I I like a man who's going to come pick me up. And then drop me off afterwards as well. Make sure I get there safely. Make sure I get back safely. But I I, I don't think it has to be a deal breaker. I think if he sort of um, 
picks up the slack by Ubering or and yeah. maybe he does have a license and he can drive your car every once in a while if oh, uh, yeah. yeah yeah um if you feel like drinking but I always think the safest thing if if you feel like going out and drinking is just take an Uber anywhere just take a cab yeah so you don't have to worry about that right yeah that's cool that's and you can also bring it up to him. Why not bring it up? Like, give him some driving lessons. That might bring the two of you even closer. All right, a bonding experience. Yeah, let him sit on your knee and you can move the pedals. <laughs> <laughs> that will certainly encourage him. That's one way to get him interested. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm guessing like this is all we have time for. Do you think Sharon? Because I can't <laughs> see you anymore. Um, I know, I know. We lost our uh, we lost our Zoom link. Um, I can't, so we're I can't feeling things this out without you. kindly right now. <laughs> um, thank you for listening to Loose Lips with Sharon Carpenter. I'm me, George Porter. I've got a hiccup, so sorry. <laughs> Bonus episode on Friday. Which How's is your breath? Extra lippy. We'll be back <gasps> on Tuesday next week. Subscribe or follow, rate and review. And we're on Instagram as well at the Loose Lips Podcast. Yeah, uh, also at the Missy Porter at Sharon Carpenter. We want to hear from you. Loose Lips at createproductions.com. And you can WhatsApp us, guys, as well. Uh, send your messages and voice notes to 07599927537. Starting with the word lips. We'll see you on Friday. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.